Hey guys, settle in with your gal and listen to the Manipod Show. Bobby HD, you're on. And we're back with the Manipod Show. I'm Bobby. I'm HD. And we have our very <laughs> special guest. I would like to a co-host, really. I mean, I think she's that close to our family. Well, then she needs to be on more. I know, I know. So we have... Bonnie, a.k.a. AQ, our acid queen, <laughs> from uh, Lightning in a Bottle. After, Hi, Bonnie. After two Hi. hits and a couple lines of coke, the fact that you spelled that correctly was impressive. Thank you very much. And I you didn't get that on mic, did you? <laughs> I interrupted your introduction. Officer, it wasn't me. Yes, anyways, that's right. So anyways, hi, Bonnie. How you doing? I'm doing good. How are you? Good, good. This is a last-minute gab session. We were going to do a, a segment. We call it segment or episode. I, I've been more going more towards episode lately. We we switch back and forth. Okay. So, anyways, our segisode, <laughs> our epment. <laughs> this was going to be our. How do I say the word? Uh, objectification episode. Did I say right. that right? Yes. Yes. Okay. So you know we have admitted time after time on this show that we do objectify women, that we think that it is our God-given right as men. No, and that's being kind of facetious, but it is part of our DNA, don't you think? Well, we did, our segment was on the difference between objectification and misogyny, that we adore, respect, have zero disdain for women as a gender class, no. yes, in not individual, individually. <laughs> we might have some we, issues we there. Have <laughs> several in our past that we have issues with, but no. As a, I really think misogyny is is a very specific term that is an underlying either conscious or subconscious hatred of women, disdain for women, and that that's just horrible. It's just it, so. Do you like deep tissue misogyny or <laughs> more of a gentle misogyny? Swedish, Swedish. <laughs> But I, with a happy ending, of course. But the uh, the objectification part, I think a lot of times they blur the line. Just because you look at, comment about, we have our wheelhouse, then that all of a sudden now you're a misogynist just because you're looking at admiring the female well, form or yeah, the female. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, it's it's what we do. I mean, yeah, and it's so back been, to your DNA question. Yeah, yeah so it is in our it, DNA. And we, we, we've lost Bonnie. We have the top of her head. Are you still there, Bonnie? <laughs> I know. What are you doing out of the screen? <laughs> I think we were talking too much. She's like, they don't need me. I'm I know, gonna, really. Bonnie, go Bonnie, my nails. Bonnie has left the building. <laughs> Anyways, so we really thought it would class up the joint and maybe soften our, our, our objectifying tendencies to have... A real life female on the show with <laughs> real us. Life and one. <laughs> no one better than, you know, our acid queen, our goddess. And I've, I asked you, I mean, I think we've talked about this before, but you have done, you worked as a stripper. I think if there's any group that's been objectified, it would be strippers. Is that a fair assessment? I mean, pretty much, yeah. We, that's what we're getting paid for. <laughs> that was, yeah. So one girl say once she was uh, dancing and she was like, we just get paid to get up on there, and then everyone in the room is just talking about you. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I guess you're right. That's cool. Like you know, I've always said that a, drama. a dancer is one of the most multi-talented, multi-faceted workers of any industry anywhere. I mean, you think about you can rattle off a half dozen, a dozen 
adjectives to describe various careers that are all in one. You're an entertainer, you're an athlete, you're a therapist, comedian, you are a dancer, of course. I mean, you just go down the list of all the things that a good dancer is. And, and you show your body. And, and, and I mean, depending on which club it is, sometimes all of it. And you're a model. Just, I know. So you think about all these things. It's, it's, <laughs> you're such an altar boy the way you're talking about this. No, I, I really, it's, it's, it's a level of respect that you've got to be super talented to put all that together. So I never like to diminish the, the field, the, the, the career of a stripper. It, it really is, I, I think, an amazing vocation to get into. I totally agree. I totally agree. And, but yet it's, it but is what it is. It is what it is. You, right. You know, you're, but, and it's, it's amazing. So anyways, and you and I have gone to strip clubs and <laughs> Bonnie, you've gone to strip clubs as a customer, right? Or as a part of the audience? I have, you know, I actually went to one recently. Yeah. So what was it like? It was really interesting because so there's a, I was with two customers that I've known from other clubs. And we were talking to a girl that was working there that I didn't know. And then when she got on stage, I realized she was wearing a butt plug. Really? Yes. Was it a, a nude club? Yes. Yes. Wow. You get nude, got on stage. She was sitting next to me, and I didn't know the whole time she was wearing a butt plug. And so I was asking her a bunch of questions about it after she got off stage because I've never seen that. You know, it's been like 10 plus years of dancing, even though I'm not dancing right now. And I've never seen that. And it was like a rhinestone, like sparkly, pretty one. So it was part of her costume, so to speak? It was just her thing. That was just what she did. Yeah. Wow. wow. I, I got to tell you, I've been to a ton of strip clubs and I've never seen that as well. I like I like going to the nude ones just because I don't drink. So out here, you know, you can't have both. That is so pretty... you go because you don't drink. <laughs> yeah, that's the reason. It's <laughs> that's like the reason you're going. buying Playboy for the articles kind of thing. <laughs> I, yeah. So that's a real, that is crazy. That, but did she make it her thing or just, it was a kind of a, a subtle, did she actually, she put like a little tassel on it and twirl it around or light it on fire or something or that's that's uh oh did she like what did, what's the sound was it her choice Pop it out was it her choice was it her choice well yeah i mean i could see a boyfriend you know that is kind of a dominating well, that, that would be a something customer popped it in no no not a customer <laughs> popped it in yes like come here baby come closer <laughs> boink tip me enough no but i could see a boyfriend that might use that as a way to keep control. I don't know. I mean, I'm just saying. I'm a storyteller. I think of stories. <laughs> so you have a conversation? Do we have, what, what, did you, what was the reason? Yeah, so I asked her why. You know, like, I've never seen that. And then it was like, and she wears it all night. Um, <laughs> I just have never seen that. And this is what she told me, too. She told yeah. me that, like, other girls started wearing them. Yeah. And then the band, the club banned them. The club was like, no, we don't want to be known as, like, the butt plug. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh I, I, met, I mean, there might be some legalities there. That's kind of going over the line. But th did she, But what was the reason why she did do it? She, just, she said because, she's like, because it gets a people's attention. Okay. So, oh, it's, so it's okay. it wasn't necessarily for stimulation. Try to get... I mean, it, I'm sure that played a part too. 
yeah. I don't know, but I, I can imagine guys would tip her more just for the fact that she had it in. Really? Exactly. Because well, okay. like you've never yeah. seen that shit. You know? Yeah, that's true. That's true. But see, yeah. if I were her, I would make the butt plug and, and attach like a little tip jar at the end of it. <laughs> and then just kind of <laughs> I have see, seen butt well, plugs like, and I really even though I love butts. I do not like butt plugs. Well, it's not necessarily a big thing that I would be what tipping for. Like? But you, you could make it like a carnival where you have like a, a little ping pong ball. Or what's, what's that game uh, uh, where you... Whack-a-mole? No, what's <laughs> the one where you... Where, just, I can't even think of it. Um, where you pop the ping pong ball into the beer. Beer pong. Oh, right? beer pong. Yeah, yeah. You could yeah. have it so that the guys are trying to get the uh, ping pong ball into her cup on the end of her butt plug for like a little prize. You know, wow, free, free lap know. dance. Yeah. $10 a throw. <laughs> Do you have BDSM clubs in your area? I've heard that there is one in D.C., but I've never Because in L.A., there's, there's a few, and I'm starting to hang with the crowd that goes to these places. I don't know if I'd want to or not, though, because it's almost like objectifying. I mean, like, I would not want to be submissive to anybody. It's a whole different thing because it's, it's not necessarily a sexual thing either. And we're very sexual. But BDSM is, it can be all about not sex. And, well, and this group is very sexual. So I know it's sexual. Oh, it is? Yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, that would be an interesting and, they, and their clubs they go to in LA, I mean, they're, they've got all the apparatus and everything that you yeah. need. Yeah. So you're doing a lot of stuff. But yeah, it's all, I mean, this is a, it's a swingers group. So yeah, they I, definitely. I'd probably be yelling the safe word right when I walked in. <laughs> Just what would your safe word be? Uh, ouch. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, 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 not there. Yeah, I, but okay, so well, we didn't say yeah. that Bonnie is in Washington, D.C. Oh, that's right. That's Washington, D.C. Your Nationals, I'm a baseball fan, Nationals are oh. beating up on the Astros right now. We're, we're has the series has begun. Just and, started wow. tonight, and uh, the Nationals have been kind of a team of destiny this year. So, I mean, I don't know. It's kind of exciting. You know, I got a question. Thinking about our demographic. Yes. And you're the one who does our headlines and our synopsis. Do you think we'll draw more hits if we plug that we have a stripper on the show? Or if we say something about the National <laughs> Astros World Series? We'll get more hits if we somehow combine the two. Oh, absolutely. Sex and baseball? So, back to objectifying women. Yes, yes. The, the premise for this, Bonnie, just to give you some background, is, you know, we, we, we have our types. We, HD was talking about the girl next door look. And because I know him and have known him for a while and know his taste of women, I always think he goes more towards the Euro look, especially Eastern European. But he'll say girl next door. So I say, is it, is it American girl next door or is it European girl next door? You know, because they're two different types. And so... I don't know, is it objectifying to talk like that? I mean, I don't think so, but I'm also not easily offended. Yeah. I feel like everything is also on a spectrum. So just well, that's why we're team awesome. Because you're, talking about. <laughs> you're getting way too comfortable right now, Bonnie. Is, oh, if you could see about, the video. She's about, talk about objectifying. I know. Bonnie is, it is a beautiful, beautiful woman. Any man who was lucky enough to see her in a club, you know, should thank his lucky stars. Oh. Anyway, so but more I was gonna say, don't, don't get too comfortable because your voice mirrors your positioning and starts to get a little too oh, yeah. mellow. <laughs> and we have millions of people that want to hear you. See, she just had she had pot uh, ah. and you had coke, 
and I had Koki Enpat. So I'm like the synergistic force that we all circle around. So was it was it Indigo that you had? Is that what's bringing you? Oh yeah, what was it? Yeah, because it's late night. Like I have to go to bed. Oh, yeah. So she's like, oh, she's mellow. Like, oh, I have to pack the bed. Like, she's got those bedroom eyes. Well, here, here, I'm gonna get you. Tomorrow. Oh yeah, here, take a snort. Here, do a line here. Right. <laughs> We're holding up to the screen. Come on, you can do it. There, there you oh, go. Don't you feel better now? So much better. Well, um, can you can you define? Is it possible for you as a female to? And I know you're singular, but somehow or another, think of the acceptable. And I'm not talking the fringes the ones that are totally acceptable and not easily offended at all, and then the ones that are just so PC, but kind of cross-section it in the middle and, and tell males out there, where where is that? <laughs> I'm sorry. What Bobby just did just made me laugh. He took a drink, and he knows how, as the editor, I don't like all these like that, superfluous sounds. So he was so ginger about taking a drink, making sure the ice... Wouldn't make a clinking sound. And you know, ice has absolutely no boundaries. <laughs> no. He puts it down and like one of those jing jingo games, yeah. <laughs> one little ice cube just tumbled everything down. And, and now that my house is flooded. <laughs> right. Okay, so could you define for us males where that line is drawn on what is acceptable objectification and what isn't? That's Bonnie I'm talking to. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, it's not also. It's not always what you say; it's how you say it. Yeah, yeah. And I think that makes a big difference. Okay, let's. let's you know, they also say that the communication, like only twenty percent, is verbal; the rest is nonverbal. Oh, so makes, um, a big difference, but tone especially. Yeah. Now that's more of a. Not how you say it to make it not. Be objectification. You're talking more on the covert objectification. We're actually speaking to a woman, but then there is a lot that's over. Well, let me ask you a question that's related, hopefully relatable. In the strip club, you meet, you see lots of guys. What I don't, we we grew up with Highlights Magazine, where it was <laughs> like, or what it was it where it was good and bad. Oh, I'd love to know how you're going to connect highlights with strippers. Well, you must know the guys who are the good guys and the guys who are the bad guys. You know, the ones who come in and they're whatever, whether it's tone or the way they look at you or whatever. I mean, can can you delineate by that, by the customers that you've seen as to what is okay up to, you know, just guys being guys and what is guys going over the line? Over the line would definitely be touching, especially in inappropriate areas. Like I've literally had guys just like come and grab me down there or my boobs too. Wow. Yeah. Although I've had strippers, I think it all has to do with the stripper and what they allow. I've had some pretty much ask me to finger bang them on the on the stage. Dur <laughs> no, during lap dance. During a lap dance. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, so I mean, it, there is. There is, uh, depends on the stripper, but you're right, to do it without permission or without some sort of entree to do that is wrong. It will get you kicked out pretty quick. Are, yeah. they on are you on stage when they're doing that too, sometimes? Happen on and off. What do you do then? What do you do? You're not supposed to, you're not supposed to in this club. Yeah. I was out, uh, especially on stage. Touch it all? 
Um, I mean, it you could on stage you're not really supposed to touch at all. Off stage was another story. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And in, in some of those rooms, I mean, it really the mileage, as they say, your mileage will vary. But out and here, East Coast and West Coast might right, be different. Well, you know, out here, none of the clubs had private rooms. It was only. Oh really? Oh. It's all out in the open. Yeah, everything was nude dancing, but no lap dances. Uh-huh. You had to go to like Virginia if you wanted a lap dance. Wait, what? You had to go to Virginia. You had to like cross into Virginia. Wait, had to? Meaning, is that still the case? Well, no. They're now now all the clubs are starting to have rooms. Yeah, interesting. That legislatively, they they allowed it now. Or now the they do. Yeah, I don't know what changed, but they didn't for they didn't up until very recently. I mean, there are clubs out here in the, in the Inland Empire where you walk in the door and, and the, the dancer pretty much just says, if you want to fuck me, it's this amount and come <laughs> on to the back room. It's unreal. And that's that's just it depends on the club. But I was in a club with you in Bakersfield and the gal was giving me a lap. She was laying on top of me and giving yeah. a vertical lap dance. Yeah, it, it's it's all over the board. But there's some really really extreme and i've never quite known how they can get away with it other than the city has to be in on it saying we're gonna look the other way san francisco's like that san francisco gosh years ago was just blatantly they're not strip clubs they're whorehouses pretty much huh anyway but i so but my my question was like I think it's pretty, it should be pretty obvious when you're talking to a woman, the way you're talking to them, and you're right about the tone, but I'm just talking, let's say Bobby and I are talking off mic, just as guys, they always call that locker room talk, and and we're always saying, we're always talking about our wheelhouses, and we're always, hey, did you see that female cashier working at that grocery store, what did you think of her? Or you'll say, I met your wheel, I had your, I drove your wheelhouse someplace. Right. I, I, you know, and I'll send him a photo of, of what I think is his wheelhouse. Well, you don't send, you don't take pictures of people. Let's make that clear. That's true. You've yeah, never it, done right, it. Right. I don't cross that. Well, you didn't see the video I sent you of the witch in the rocking chair at this one house. It was the greatest looking Halloween decoration. But so, I, anyways, go. So, so how cool is that that guys, Talk about women in that way without their knowledge, I guess you'd say, behind their back. Uh, and, and that's just what guys do. But, I, I mean, I don't know. I, I never feel like, am I? should I be feeling guilty about it? Or is that just, do women do the same thing about guys behind our back? Don't just shake your you head. Talk. You talk. <laughs> <laughs> nice. She's shaking it up and down like, yes, yes. Most girls, I feel like, do talk about their boyfriends with their other girlfriends. Yeah, and about sex and stuff. With and me? you talk well, about, what wait, about that Wait, boy? wait, oh, let, let it be known she was shaking her head yes. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> See, but in my case, it's with a guy friend, so. Yeah. It doesn't count. I've heard women say that, oh my gosh, women are worse than men when it comes to talking dirty. They're just a little bit more discreet about it, but... They are no... Well, like Sex in the City kind of stuff? Yeah. Or I remember I used to be a manager of a restaurant, and so we'd be sitting in, checking out the servers, and we'd be in this office where it was real noisy outside. You know, in those those areas where you're in a quiet area, and it's noisy outside, but you can hear everything 
that's out there, but they can't hear you because of just the way the sound is traveling. So you're like in this little room that's totally quiet and you can hear everything that they're talking about outside while they're checking out. So you have these two female servers talking about what they're going to do that night or what they did the last night. And it was just like right out of the pages of penthouse form. And you're, you're just going, Whoa, Whoa. Did you get hurt? And it was really, it was, and I don't think they understood that we could hear them because it was so noisy. They just thought that they were just talking amongst themselves, but we were hearing everything. And it was when I really noticed that women were no different from men when it came to talking about sex and objectifying their guy or men in general. Did you see that customer on that table? He was really hot, all that stuff. So I, I guess we're, we're looking for permission to continue to do what we've been doing since the caveman days from a female that obviously is at the far end of the scale of, uh, of being okay with it. But, you know, we just wanted to hear your thoughts on all of the above. I feel like I need examples of this objectification you're talking about. Well, I think okay. just now, the stuff we were just talking about. Yeah, like, you know, seeing a, a woman that's out in the wild, and uh, I'll text Bobby. And again, yeah, I don't cross the line of taking a photo, but I'll just say, oh, my God, I, I saw this this gal today, da-da-da-da, describe her, and just... And we never do anything about it because we're horrible closers. I mean, we're the worst <laughs> closers around. Like, if we ever offer a course on how to close, I'm telling all of you, do not buy it. Because we seem to suck at it, wouldn't you say? Yeah. <laughs> so that's the example. It's just, it's just having conversations about strangers that have no idea that you are admiring them from afar. And they probably get it a lot overtly and covertly, but... Um, you know, I should we feel guilty about doing that? If you're just by t- no, I wouldn't. I don't think that's really. I feel like it's only objectifying if you say something to her that offends her. Yeah. Okay. Okay, that's cool. And I, I, I kind of feel the same way. I think just in this day and age, you know, with hashtag Me Too and everything going on, it's hard to feel secure about that as a guy. We don't, you know, it's like. You you get a little afraid. Yeah, we really we're really not sure of what the the, the playbook is now. And, and by the way, your definition of objectifying, I think the acceptable media, the way they portray objectifying, they would denigrate things like strip clubs and porn and. Um, even media. Mag- Wait, mag- I don't know what you mean when you say media. Well, the way. The way I feel media like... Media doesn't make judgments. I mean, not good media doesn't make judgments. Really? Well, I'm not saying there's not media <laughs> out there that does that, but it's not right. So I know it's not right. That's what we're saying. But you would, wouldn't you agree that the prevailing discussion on... And I, I use media as an example, but when you hear somebody talk about, oh, that guy was... That celebrity was caught with a stripper or a hooker, or they say it in a way like it was this horribly bad thing. Well, he, TMZ, I guess. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, but I not know. a regular, is there no distinction between a TMZ and a, I don't, a regular, I, t- a regular I don't, news anymore? I guess I not. I don't feel so. This is what's happened. We have like leveled the, well, why are we even it's, talking it's about mishmash. this? It's because the prevailing thought out there, yeah. wherever that thought is generated from, is feeling like men objectify women. Is it prevailing? Or is it just a segment? 
Well, the segment is the vocal minority then, because the segment is getting our attention, right? Well, the vocal minority does seem to be in play these days. But it's a good question. I, I don't believe that you're right. I think the silent majority wouldn't feel that it's wrong. Like Bonnie. Can we can we put up your name for, to be president for 2020? You're, because God knows you can do a hell of a lot better job than anybody else. You wouldn't there. need to move. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's a good point. <laughs> yeah, you probably know all the right people. Although, I don't know. I, I, we've I've seen the political type, though. I'm not even looking at the politics. What's that? I said I'm not the political type. Oh, good. Well, how could you be in well, love there? Then you're perfect for the position. <laughs> Although I'll say this, we've seen a tour, a video tour of her place, and I don't know, I kind of like your the way you've got your place set up more than the White House. So oh, I, yeah, yeah. You might, they you should might keep your address. Yeah, absolutely. We have to get out there. We have to see each other, you again. It's like it's been way too long, and I still can't afford lightning in a bottle. Thank God it's months away. Yeah, and I, don't, I still don't even know if I'm going. I know, I know. Bonnie needs permission. Right yeah. now, I'm planning on still going. I'm entering into a relationship as well. And, uh, you know, it's like you have to make compromises and you have to, you're with somebody else and you got to well, figure these okay. things out, hopefully, together in a it's, good way. It's exactly seven months away. I know it sounds so oh. little. It's okay. seven months oh. Oh. from this weekend. That's not that far. I know. No. I, w- I was, the minute I said it, I'm like, that's, that's close. Yeah. Or than I, would like it to be because I need to make sure both of you guys are there. <laughs> and I got something big potentially happening in April. So, well, there are other festivals before then, too. Yeah, well, I can't yeah, afford it for them. Cali has a lot of festivals. I was, I found yeah. a list of a whole bunch that like I had never even heard of, and like a few of them looked really cool. Okay, so that festival is a great example. We go to Lightning in a Bottle, and it is just teaming with young, hot. With Women. their asses showing. Yeah, everywhere. by the way, oh can we God. not at least put it out there that women still like to be looked at? I mean, forget the stripper thing that you're getting paid to be looked at. Out in the festival arena with all of that next to nothing wear, G string, netting, and all this that's just showing everything. What, what are we supposed to do with that as guys? Not objectify that? I mean, I guess in a way that's you can't because that's the point. Well, but tell us as, as a female that is... Just don't dressed. be creepy about it. So maybe you can define a little bit about... Like... Creepy, I mean, there's obvious creepy, but just, you know, what are some things that are creepy that a guy needs to know not to be? Like, definitely if a girl says no, leave her alone. And yeah. have guys, like, not do that. Well, what, there are some things that lead up to that. I mean, that's a that's kind of an obvious one, which is a very overt creep. But are there creepy things, non non physical, non verbal? You know what? I feel like what if you're just gonna if, if you're gonna look, look, but don't stare. Okay, I think it's a really yeah. good way of putting it. Staring can be staring can get creepy. Yeah. yeah. Right. Right. And I sometimes it can be hard not to stare. I get that, but like. Don't be obvious about it, at least. And if you're gonna if you're gonna stare, oh. then at least take the next step. I mean, don't just sit there and. Yeah, that too. Like, exactly. I I have worked, worked there from far away. Or with sunglasses. Sunglasses are great. Or a telescope That's binoculars help. <laughs> uh, 
I, I have spent my lifetime perfecting or trying to perfect a way of looking without making it obvious. And I seem to have gotten away with it. I have been in relationships where when I have at one point said to my significant other that, uh, yes, I look at women, they were shocked. They had no idea. So you're a very subtle creep. Yeah, I mean, I, and so I guess that's the point. Am I a creep? Am I a creep because I do it, or am I not a creep because I don't get caught doing it? It's, yeah, is creep in the eye of the creepy? It's even. I almost feel weird calling it creepy though, because it, like you said, it's DNA. Like men are wired to be turned on by women. Yeah, so. and women are wired to turn us on. And, and, you know, and the way we process it, yeah, I mean, we're very, you know, we're men, we're cavemen-like. Now, does really? it not also make a difference as to who is doing the staring? Although, will I say that even a hot guy that just stares can turn into a creep pretty quick? Or it, what, what does that, what does your attraction or acceptance of the guy that's looking at you, how does that play into the creep factor? Question. Uh, let it be known that she said that's a good question. <laughs> Can't hear you. You can take as long as you want. I'll edit all this air out. <laughs> so one more time. What makes it so what, how, how much does the attractiveness or the acceptance of the guy that's looking at you, how does that play into whether he's creepy or not? So, in other words, the a good point. one one woman's she got, she creep got. is another one's <laughs> another one's cool <laughs> knight in armor. <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. That okay. makes a lot of sense, actually. Okay, good. But yeah, you're right. If 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 the guy happens to be hot, then I probably wouldn't. Maybe I wouldn't consider that creepy. But I've heard women that will switch a, a hot guy into a creep if he never makes the move. If he just keeps staring. They're like, okay, well, shit or get off the pot kind of thing. And then all of a sudden you're like, well, now you're turned off because they, they all, that's all they're doing. I mean, this is something you see in the clubs a lot. Or you just sit there and stare at me, you know, come up and make a move, take a talk to me, something. But don't just sit and gaze. That turns into a creep, right? It does make it more creepy that way. Yeah. Okay, Bobby. Um, <laughs> you know what? I'm listening to all this and you were talking about what's a creep, what's not a creep, what's creepy. And it really is subjective. I'm not saying that there aren't areas where it's really obvious it's creepy. And just as much as there's really areas where it's really obvious it's not creepy. But there's this middle part that some people are going to think creepy, some people not. What, what I have a hard time with is that we're trying to legis legislate this morality. Like some people could decide for everybody what is creepy or what is wrong, what is right. And that's the part that really gets my goat. Example? Well, abortion, I think, is a good example. Oh, boy, third rail. Well, yeah, of course it's a third rail. That's oh, you I... made that the example of creeping on... No, not creeping. about legislating morality. And this and, and creeping is just another example I think you could of legislating. Some people or believe that they know best okay. what the rest of us should be doing and thinking. I think you could bring it way, way down. Like just, okay, I give me another I, one. Well, I thought you were going to talk about some of the legislation that they, that they have with various strip clubs, like the four-foot rule that they have in some 
municipalities. It isn't always followed, but you know where they keep widening the gap between the customer and the stripper uh-huh. to where you you can't even get close to them. And the no touching rule. I mean, I, I'm actually thinking there's probably a lot of towns out there where they where they actually do have legislation where you're not allowed to touch at all. And right, okay, you know, that never happens. But that's legislating morality. That it's a lot more, I think, closer to what we're talking about than prostitution. To, is yeah, that also yes, a third yes, rail? That's a little bit no. Okay, is that that's better? A closer to what we're talking about than going to the abortion. Someone's less well. Abortion is a, a extreme a, has example. become a moral issue. It, it is just it what is. it is. But I was just trying to keep it in the uh, well, arena that we. <laughs> I'm not saying. Yeah. I'm just using it as an example. But Anyways. you're absolutely right. These these victimless well, what do they call them victimless crimes. I know that people are going to say, well, there are a lot well, of, of, of prostitution that's not victimless, but there are a lot that are. And nothing's so, victimless, really. And hey. what's victimless? Oh, geez, here we go. Yeah. So yeah. Oh, here we go. I know. Oh my God, I feel like I'm on one of those shows. You need to do another line. Conservative did, against liberal. Here we go. You did way too much pot over coke. You need the coke side of you to come. Oh, out you now. think so? Okay. Yeah, so, Anyways, and we, go, and we gotta let Bonnie go bye bye. Go and, night night seep seep. Is there anything you want to say in closing, Bonnie? Because oh. we've gone off the rails here. <laughs> You're not smoking next time we talk. <laughs> at least not indica. Jeez. You know, at least a little bit of sativa in there. We'll do ask <laughs> next time. <laughs> oh, God, no. Yeah, I mean, I can just... We don't have to do the <laughs> we just I guess we, we should do the smoking if we're just going to chat. <laughs> smoking if we're going to do the show. No, no, it's cool. It's cool. It's fun. But yeah, we'll 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 try different things, including maybe sending you some coke. But I'm would you do coke this late at night? Probably not. She'd have to drink a lot. She's, she's got a regular cool job. Yeah, I, I she is a do it on Tuesday. That'd yeah. be like a weekend. And you've had a lot of changes. Work changes can be rough. And well, good luck out there. And uh, thanks so much for coming back on. And we love you and can't wait till we can do this in person. Team awesome. That's right. That's us. <laughs> All right. Bye. Peace out. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night.